Hey guys, and welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This podcast. This week, Zach found a flask at the bottom of the ocean, and Sean's turning into a sea monster, because we're watching Leviathan. Say hi, motherfucker. What's up, guys? I'm Sean. I'm a Russian sailor. No, I'm Zach. (laughs) Um, This week we're watching 1989's Leviathan. Leviathan's a sci-fi horror movie. I would argue a body horror movie. Oh, yeah. Definitely Um, a body horror movie. Movie's rated R. It runs an hour 39 minutes. It was directed by George P. Cosmatos. Now, George P. Cosmatos also directed Rambo the First Blood Part 2, mm-hmm. as well as Cobra and Tombstone. Now, Tombstone is interesting because it was also the first movie his son, Panos Cosmatos, uh, worked on, who went on to direct Mandy uh, oh. in Beyond the Black Rainbow. I knew the name was familiar. We had just talked about it, and I was like, oh, that's that guy, but... Yep. Yeah, so that's that's the relation. So... Uh, George Cosmatos is Panos' father. Um, now, this movie was written by David Peoples, who also wrote uh, Unforgiven, Blade Runner, and Twelve Monkeys, and Jeb Stewart, who wrote Die Hard and The Fugitive. Wow. So it's a pretty solid, like, uh, like murderer's row of writers and directors. Like, yeah, they're stacked. Uh, the movie has an IMDb rating of 5.8. It had a budget of $20 million. Do you think they made or lost money? I would think this mo- movie made money. This movie lost money. This movie, they made $15.7 million in the box office. So they lost just under $5 million. That's kind of sucks because, I mean, without giving away my rating, I think this movie, you would think this movie made money in the that's, box office. I mean, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. I watched this and I was like, I thought, like, I would have seen this and been like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree, especially for what, this was 89? Yeah. Yeah, why not? I mean, I guess we'll kind of get into it. Um the movie quickly is about a group of deep sea miners who stumble upon a sunken ship and they slowly become infected with an unknown organism that causes them to mutate. Um, that sums it up. This movie's got like a pretty good cast, too. Yeah, although I didn't really. So I didn't recognize a lot of names except Peter Weller. Yeah. But when I saw faces, I was like, oh, right. Okay. Um, and there were still even a couple that I didn't know from other movies, but like their acting was. There's, like, perfect for this movie. There's only one actor in this movie that I didn't love. Really? And it was um, De Jesus, the Spanish Harlem guy. Yeah, I thought he was fine, though. There were there was one scene specifically, and I don't know if I put it in my notes specifically what it was, but um, he just, the acting on it was so, like, flimsy. I was like, wow, that felt like his first time running those lines, almost. It what? just, like, he was... It was a point where you, you they were dealing with some emotional stuff. It was right after they had gotten rid of the the two original bodies, mm-hmm. um, and they're all kind of going. He's talking the, about skiing with the puzzle. Yeah, and Ernie Hudson's like melting down. Mm-hmm. He like goes through this gamut of like where you'd think he'd be mad to being like whatever. I'm brushing this off. I'm gonna go get some food. But he does the whole thing like pretty much monotone. And I was just like, wow, it felt not not authentic. That's all. But um. I mean, that's really the only time. I really actually liked his acting in the beginning, which we're going to get into, but uh, some kind of shit goes down right immediately in this movie. Yeah. Um, With the suit. Well, and so you said you brought up Peter Weller. We also get Hector Elizondo, who... Um, that he's was, the, the guy that with was the scratch. Uh, the guy who gets a scratch on his chest. The balding guy, Yeah, Cobb. okay. Yeah. I, I didn't get all their names, but I did get some of them. He's... Uh, I know him from Princess Diaries. Yeah, I know him from that. I don't um, know him from anything else, but I know he's been in other things. Uh, you know, the same. There's other things, and I saw on the list and was like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. I know And I like him as an actor. He like, was I'd, solid. Especially in, like, a sci-fi setting. I, I think he actually handled this movie really well. I totally agree. Like, that scene when, um, I think when he's being attacked or something, and, like, he's, like, freaking out like literally like what do i do yeah yeah um we also have richard crenna who played the doctor yeah and i i thought he was solid he was so like mischievous yeah and you kind of couldn't tell if he's like an antagonist or a protagonist especially with what they set up in the story um 
I kept thinking he looked a lot like, um, oh man, why can't I think of his name? Breaking Bad. Oh, uh, Brian Cranston? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought he looked and sounded a lot like him now. Sure. And so I was like, oh, I'd, I'd like to see him in like this kind of movie where like he may or may not be like an antagonist in the movie and he's like some sort of scientist. I could see that. I, yeah. I think that'd be really good casting for him. Sure. Yeah. Um, we also have Daniel Stern, who I personally love. Yes, Daniel Stern's know. in uh, Chud, Home Alone, and Bushwhacked. Now, Bushwhacked is an interesting movie I want to maybe cover in the future because I don't think it's really talked about enough, but it's a really funny movie. Mm, okay. Um, we have Meg Foster and Ernie Hudson as well. Which I think um, I've seen Ernie Hudson and some other stuff. That name is super familiar. He's Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love Ernie Hudson. I think he's great. Um, and so, so I, I said, you know, we have like a murderer's row of uh, writers and a director. But really, this is a great <coughs> cast, solid writers, and a great director all together. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you Had you seen this movie before? Uh, I had not. Okay. I have seen this movie before. And um, I, I was actually <laughs> – it's funny. I was like – Oh, we're watching Deep Rising, not realizing that, like, <laughs> well, like you said Leviathan, but Deep Rising was the movie yeah. that came to mind. But then we, I put it on and I was like, oh, no, this is Leviathan. But then I was watching it and realizing, oh, all the stuff I thought I remembered from Deep Rising was actually Leviathan. Oh, that's funny. Because so, they're so very similar. Deep Rising. I have. They're just very similar movies. But Deep Rising is about 10 years later. I feel like I've seen Deep Rising, but I don't know. It also involves this sort of like mutant It's like a mining monster. company though too, right? Uh, or they're drilling into the center of the earth or I think something? they're doing some sort of drilling. They're out in the ocean for something. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so this, I mean, this starts, uh, we get the Tri-Oceanic Mining Corporation. Their mix- mission is extraction of silver and other precious metals. Classification, <laughs> classification of mission, extremely hazardous. And then we get the mining shack number seven. This is where all of our characters are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's habitat and operations. We're on day 87 of 90 day shift. Um, so you know shit's about to go down because they're <laughs> about to go home. Yeah. Three <laughs> days to go home. What could go wrong? Right. Everything, or basically. what can't go wrong? <laughs> um, you know, and, and this movie touches base on something that I think about all the time. And it's the ocean and space are basically the same thing. Yeah. And we are not fucking meant to go down there. And the, and we kind of see that uh, immediately with his suit malfunctioning. Well, yeah, I mean literally with the, the pressures of deep sea diving and or, you know the ocean the ocean ocean the ocean. Oh. ocean. Um my ocean uh <laughs> uh yeah, I mean obviously we're not meant to go down there, but what do we do time and time again? We defy the laws of space. Oh, absolutely. Um, now, in this uh, suit malfunction scene, there's a lot of tension that builds up, and I actually thought that something was going to happen by the end of it. Yeah, I thought, like, the suit was going to explode. Or something. Or he was going to explode right. inside of it. Which is interesting, because later Daniel Stern starts talking about, um, he says he he was stood next to somebody while that had happened mm-hmm. and explains what had happened. And I mean, when we get to quotes, I think I have something on that, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm expecting something to happen, but we don't obviously have anything right immediately, but this movie tells you right away, some shit's going to go down. Yeah. And I'm like loving that. I love the tension. Cause you don't really know what right away. It's, it's always nice for it to like kind of ease into it, but like give you something right away. Yeah. Um, well, and they're showing you the stakes of being where they are and like right. how already hazardous it really is. Right. Um uh when he so when when the Jesus like kind of comes to after that when they get him back inside, uh Peter Weller gives him a wink and a like a thumbs up and I was like that is so fucking cheesy and funny though. Like <laughs> oh, I this didn't movie's even so 89 that. like so funny. Um Yeah, and so then this is where we kind of meet all of our um all of our crew. And Hector Elizondo gives a monologue about how he hates being on the surface, basically. He's like, you should cherish being down here. You get up there and you go outside for a breath of air and you realize that that air is just dirty too. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh, so maybe this guy's going to be like the one that becomes the best. They kind of do that. They red herring a lot yeah. of people in this. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, the doctor was like kind of the more sort of obvious win- one. 
Um, I kind of want to talk about him. Yeah. Because okay. I do. Because you're right. They do. They do immediately set up like there's something mysterious about him. Yeah. But do you think that he ultimately was a bad guy? Um. No. Actually, the opposite. I think ultimately he was actually the best guy. I agree. Because he did what you typically have to do to try and keep something like this from spreading. Totally. Which is basically fucking everyone over and making sure everyone dies. It's so reminiscent of The Thing. This movie's reminiscent of a few. The um, Thing, Alien. The Thing, Alien. Um, aliens. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would aliens, argue both kind of, of yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and Jaws. Oh, absolutely. So. Um, but it's, it's interesting. It, it doesn't feel necessarily like it's ripping them off. Like, everything feels yeah. coherent as to why it's happening. No, I absolutely agree. Because, like, um, that's all I could think about. I was like, man, this is so much like these movies. But I'm not like, oh, they're really trying to be this movie. There was, like, maybe one scene, kind of, or a couple, where I kind of felt that way. But but the movie overall, I was like, I don't feel like they necessarily ripped anything off. This is still an original movie. And now this is one of those movies where I'm like, oh, well, uh, if you like The Thing and Alien, then maybe watch this. Sure, yeah. Which I thought, I didn't think it was going to be about something like what it was. Yeah. Where it's like this infection, body horror, genetic, uh, uh, manipulation or whatever right um because like the the mythology of a leviathan is that it's like a giant sea creature so right my first instinct was that um recently a movie called underwater came out Mm -hmm. and it's it is about an underwater team in this like sub nautical base and uh that's the thing is there is like a giant creature outside i haven't seen it yet i want to um someone said it was good um, but that's essentially what I kind of thought this movie was going to be. Oh, sure. Because of the title. Well, so... Which actually referred to the, the Russian ship they end up finding. Absolutely. Well, there's some, there's, there's more to, um, the name, and I'm glad you brought that up. So, Leviathan, the word, comes from the Hebrew root word, which means to join or be joined. Interesting. So it still applies, but uh, in a different context, almost. Right. Because I thought the same thing. Obviously, they're still playing on the fact that it's in the ocean, using Leviathan. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of deeper than that, too. And, and when I looked it up, I was kind of like, oh, that's actually really clever. Especially when we finally see what this this thing does. Yeah. Um, now, it does some crazy shit, too. Uh, we get a couple of, like, jump scares now. What happens is they go back out to potentially mine some more, and Daniel Stern's character, um, Six Pack, falls off of the edge into a field of tube worms. Yeah. And when he's down there, the, um, uh, Willie, Willie? William. Uh, the girl. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, she, everybody calls her Willie. She goes down to check on uh, him and finds him, and they find this ship, the Leviathan, that had been sunk. Which that part was really confusing because they kind of made it seem like maybe he fell off and like hurt himself or something. Yeah. And was stationary. And so when she went down and was like looking for him, I was like, why would he go into the ship? Like he was like injured. Yeah, he's wild. That was wild. But it, it was it, that was kind of confusing. He He's just kind of this like wild card that doesn't care. I mean, they kind of yeah. set you up with that. They show you like when he's in his. Uh, they give you his kind of. Like, um, they give you the kind of vibe that he has, which is that, like, he's kind of the troublemaker. And he, like, doesn't give a fuck. Not really. Um, now, I actually forgot to bring something up. Early when, uh, before they go back, before they go out, back out, they, he finds this, like, sea, sea spider crab type thing. Yeah, uh, it says it's a sea spider, which okay. is probably a thing. Or it's a sea scorpion. It I was don't know. it was this bizarre looking thing. And he puts it in the suit and Will, uh, Willie finds it later and like freaks out on him because it uh, scares her. And then she puts it in the bunk and it like bites his foot. Yeah. That thing looked weird as hell. It did because I, I thought, almost thought it was going to be one of the creatures. But I was like, I mean, that looks like a real thing though. And that's what I, I was like, is this the thing that's going to like start setting everything off? 
and it's not. And so I was like, oh, it's sort of a red herring. Mm-hmm. And to, like, that's the thing. This but movie it, keeps setting shit up, so you don't even know. But it kind of gives you that idea of, like, hey, this is kind of what's going to come. Oh, true, yeah. So, well, it's funny because, I mean, it's funny because he is the first one ultimately, to be, like, yeah. ultimately be affected by it. Um, so in the ship, they they find some cargo and they bring it on. And it's mostly just files for all of the crew that were on it. But it's all filed as dead or deceased. Which is suspicious because it means that they were dead before the ship went down. Yeah. Um, and then they say that it looks like the there was an explosion that was caused uh, the ship to go down. And the doctor says he thinks it was a torpedo, like they were sunk. Yeah. Uh, and they never explain that, obviously. But I was <coughs> thinking maybe it was almost uh, like they blew it up themselves to bring the ship down because of the monster well and so this was the other thing was that like we're still not far enough into the movie to know that it's not like a giant creature outside right this just kind of like backed up more and i was like damn dude like what is this thing gonna end up being sure and so i was pretty uh pretty excited about like what how they were gonna make that look good um like in this era of film right um because i was like it's not probably not going to be that great, but they might have some like pretty decent um, like uh, animatronics or something, you know, sure. some good props. Um, but uh, yeah, they allude to that they sunk it, and it's possible it was on purpose or not. Well, and and then they do find a captain's log as well, and it's on a VHS tape, which I thought that was like so fucking funny. Um, and <laughs> that so, was actually ahead of the time for them, totally. Probably. And so they put the tape on. Um, and he explains that the people on the ship are getting sick with this, like, he, they think it's some sort of tropical bacteria. Yeah. Um, and then you see the door behind him start to open up and, like, some stuff's going down and the tape just cuts off. Yeah. And you, you don't really see anything happen, but it's really creepy how the... Because there's, like, a noise and he looks back. Right. But then when he looks back, then the door kind of creaks open. You don't see anything and it's like, Ooh, what is that about? Yeah, that, so. I thought that was super, like, uh, interesting because... It's still setting up, like, what's happening, right? You don't really quite know. And when they're going through all this stuff, they find a bottle of vodka and um, six-pack pockets of flask that he yeah. finds. And uh, Which I guess I didn't catch that. Well, I, I thought, thought it, was it was a gun at first. I thought it, he already had the flask when we see it brought up later. Oh, I see. Yeah, he pockets a flask during uh, going through the, the cargo they find. And Peter Weller takes the vodka takes the they vodka. find and says, you know, I got to put this away. We can't have it down here. Uh, later, they, of course, break it out, and it turns out to be water. He explains, like, <laughs> I would have broke it out, so, of course, I've changed I, it with water. I really like how, like, far ahead he thinks yeah. and, like, how he ultimately outsmarts them, and he's like, look, I'm not dumber than you guys. Th- and... This movie, it made me realize how much I like Peter Weller as an actor, I think. Oh, I love Peter Weller, although I haven't I haven't seen him in a lot of movies, but, like, he was really good in Star Trek Into Darkness, the second one. Yeah. Well, so, he, as an old man, he's just such a different dynamic. He's so, like, um, impending and, like, kind of intimidating. Even well, though he's, he's frail. Like, kind of, like, weathered, too. Yeah. So it's like, oh, he's seen, he's seen some shit. Shush, yeah. Of course, we, we, talked, some to, shit. we talked about um, Peter Weller last season with Buckaroo Banzai. Right. Yeah. Right. Shit. <laughs> That's eye opening. I um, forgot about that. And then maybe even in the future we'll do RoboCop and we'll talk about him some more. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. That's right. Okay. I was like, I know the name more than I know the face. Oh yeah. I didn't realize how many movies I have actually seen with him in it. Right. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm like. Oh, yeah, you just listed off, like, a few, so I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't think of those. No, definitely. Um, Or, like, I didn't realize that was him, I guess. Well, RoboCop is interesting because you only really see him, his face, for the first, like, third of the movie. Kind of like a Dread scenario. Ah, Dread's so good. You know, I didn't realize it's already, like, eight years old. Yeah. But it's so good. It is so good. I mean, it has its flaws. So, anyways, yeah. They uh they realize it was water in the uh the vodka. They all get kind of bummed out and go back um into doing whatever they're doing. Six pack well, goes back to his bunk. De Jesus. They're like, "Well, how is he gonna know that you know uh y- you didn't take it or something?" 
And he's like, oh, well, I put it in this. Right. Which was kind of genius. And it's kind of, like, great that he, um, like, thought to do that. For sure. Thinking he's outsmarting the captain when he's ultimately already outsmarted all of them. No, absolutely. I thought that was really great. Um, Because he's always that extra step ahead. It's yeah, so great. Yeah, exactly. Um, <coughs> so, the, yeah, so Daniel Stern goes back to his bunk with the flask, drinks from it, and then ultimately allows... Um, it's the other female crew member that's not uh, Willie. Yeah, I have her name here somewhere. But anyways, um, so she also takes a drink from it. This is ultimately what sets off a chain of fucking events yeah. in this movie. Now, we're like 25 minutes into this movie. It's an hour and 39 minutes. The next hour is nonstop punishment to all of the character, all of these crew members. Now, Meg Foster <laughs> plays the, like, boss that keeps phoning in. Yeah. And she... Dude, I honestly, because I haven't seen this movie in a long time, I was almost like... And her eyes are so fucking blue, dude. I was like, god damn, are they going to make her, like, somehow a monster related to this? I of thought course, she was, like, a reptilian sure. kind of deal. It, like, because... something... Yeah, her eyes, it seemed like they were, like, glowing. And there's times when they, like, the camera will linger on her after the call, and she'll kind of smirk like something's going on, and she knows. Now, ultimately, we do we do find out what's going on with her at the end, sort of, uh, in a way. But that resolves itself. Um, yeah. Now, okay. The next day, Daniel Stern, it's not even the next day, it's like six hours later. Yeah. He starts, like, basically showing flu symptoms, and he has these, like, crazy weird marks all over his body. And actually, he dies at the six-hour mark, because um, the doctor says six hours a lot, or six hours, he says there's no infection that should kill you in six hours. It's something like that. Yeah. Um, now, it's weird to me that how slow the mutation happens to him. Maybe it's because... I don't know. But not to everybody else. Well, actually, him and the, the woman that drinks it. Nothing happened to her, really, though. She started to get the rash, the scaliness. And her hair was falling out. Yeah, but ultimately, she, she gets, took her own life. Right, because she slits her wrists. And then, I was like, whoa! And then she, like... I mean... Spoiler alerts! Oh, like, shit, we forgot. Spoiler um, alerts, guys. She ends up morphing into Daniel Stern's body. Yeah. And it's really gross looking. <coughs> now, interesting thing about that, when she goes in there to, to talk to him uh, initially. Oh, wait. Actually, before that. So the doctor peels off some of Daniel Stern's skin before he died. Yeah. And I actually I forgot to bring this up. He, he kind of, uh, he puts it under a microscope and has it examined. And it comes up of unknown origin. It says uh, organism of unknown origin. And then he sort of like, puts in this calculation that's supposed to tell you, like, what the risks of, like, prolonging it is, or, like, allowing it to, like, exist is. And it says genetic alteration. Yeah. And so he kind of gets, like, um, it, like, provokes him. He's like, hmm, like, okay, that's interesting. Uh, and, and so that's, Daniel Stern ends up dying after that. Uh, Ernie Hudson goes into the room and starts talking to him, thinking that he's only sick. Right, because they haven't dead. told him yet. Two things that I noticed in this scene. Well, one of them is not, like, noticed. It's a, it's obvious. But the first thing is when he first walks in, hanging off the left side of the table, the side that Ernie Hudson doesn't look There's at. There's, like, a webby Like, hand. tentacle, yeah, type looking something. thing. Yeah, it looked like a creature of the Black Lagoon hand. It was weird. I was like, what the hell? And, I didn't uh, notice that. And I was like, I was like... Whoa, uh, whoa. Yeah. I was like, is this a bad edit or is this like meant to be? Totally. And it is obviously meant to be once we see what happens. Uh, but he talks to him and then the body starts to like move. And that's when I, that actually freaked like, me out. Me too. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll let you sleep. Right. And it's like, dude, you don't even know. Totally. And that's after they were already like, we're not going in there without masks on. Because the doctor told Peter Weller not to go in there without a mask. Well, he told him to. He, That's what I mean. So he's, I want you to examine him, and he's like, "I'm not a doctor." He's, and then he's like, "He's like, you, you don't, don't need, need to be. be." Yeah, which is like kind of scary and fucked, but. Um. <coughs> so then, 
uh, Bowman. That's the woman's uh, name. Bowman. She yeah. she ends I knew up. It was Bo something. Right. She ends up killing herself, and that's that's when she morphs into six pack. Um, and then the crew. I mean, Peter Weller and the Doctor like zip them up in a body bag and make the crew carry them out. Yeah. And it starts moving, and the crew are like, they're alive in here. Yeah, they're like, somebody is alive in here. Dude, that part freaked me out, because I was like, dude, what do you do? Like, they don't know better. Obviously, they're like, this is fucked well, up. Well, and then, like, the Doctor and Beck, that's Peter Weller. Peter Weller, yeah. He, they, like, kind of know, and they're like... Oh, they're like, we, no, they're dead, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, we need to get rid of this. And of course, it like bursts open, and we see that this thing's like a because well, they're monster. like tugging on it right. and stuff. But yeah, it's like struggling to get out too. And they I, uh, they do evacuate it. Yeah, after that, they're now, like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, you're right. Right now, my question though is, what happened to that one? Um. So I think I'm pretty certain they allude that it got back into um, uh, its leg did because no, the I leg that. broke off. But they kind of allude to some pipes that are filtering water. And so I kind of took that as like, okay, this thing's floating, floated into the the place somehow. And then like maybe reattached at some point. I mean, but that's, maybe that's not. possible, but the only reason I would argue against it is we don't see their faces again. And we see every other person that gets like turns face on the, one of the monsters. Okay, well, that kind of bothers me now because I had always assumed it made its way back into see, the base. Because I was like, and reconnect, so what rejoined to this thing. Because later we see, <coughs> we see the leg sort of like spit out a second thing, and that's when. So it was like, uh, yeah, it was like a leg tentacle, right? Because it was like a foot at the end, but it, it was, was like definitely a fish like at a type tentacle yeah. uh, point. Um, and it had, like, that open wound that, like, oozed, and then, like, yeah, like, a head started, like, splitting off of that. So gross. And it kind of became more of this, like, snake eel. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, ultimately becomes this, like, mutant fish monster. Um, I kind of had an issue with none of them hearing or seeing the leg break off initially. Um, when they were, like, uh, evacuating the bodies. Because I was See, I like, you really wouldn't have heard either. that because it would be loud um, for a bone to snap. Yeah, well, and it seemed like it was more of like an octopus limb at that point too, because like I guess which that's, that's true. the thing is that like um, octopus tentacles, although it's like squishy and there's no bone, it's crunchy. Right. Because, um, I mean, it's they deep people deep fry it and crunch on it and shit. So like, yeah, that. it's crunchy. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird texture. So. Yeah, I kind of didn't, I wasn't really phased by it, and I thought, I thought they saw it, but chose to do nothing about it, because they're like, whatever, it's just a limb. Sure. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, well, why wouldn't they, why would they just leave it if they did see it? Right. So you're probably right, they didn't see it. But, I mean, if you think about it, and it's on the other side of where they were at, yeah, I, guess I mean, that's at, with fair. everything going on, yeah, they. I don't think they would have really noticed. I think that's kind of fair. It does swim right past underneath their one of their feet and a little bit after that, and I thought that was kind of funny. But, that, I mean, that's believable because you wouldn't be looking down the whole time. Right. Um, now, Willie, is, Willie and uh, Ernie Heck. Hudson oh. are the only people in this that – reacted in a way that I was like, I would react that way. <laughs> Willie's in the shower, like, freaking out, crying, like, pulling her clothes off, and I'm like, yeah, I probably realistically would do that after what I just saw, because I'd be like, what the fuck, like, is happening? I could have had something on me or whatever, you right. know? Right, and the other guy's just having, like, a meltdown. Yeah, he's like, what the hell is this? What is going Two on? Two of our like, crew members just died, and slash friends, kind yeah. of. Yeah, Hector Elizondo got scratched when the bodies were pushed out, and they aren't immediately checking on that, because they don't really address it until a little later in the movie. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point, I guess. Because I was like, the doctor wouldn't immediately be like, oh, we need to, like, get this cleaned and check on it and make sure that, like, after, especially after we just watched two bodies morph into each other. I mean, I don't know. Would they have thought that it could possibly do it that way? Like, contaminate them like Dude, that? I would be like, whatever means possible, we're checking it out. Do. The, the doctor also thinks that, uh, the whole thing is just Mother Nature's way of getting back at... Which I love what he says. Uh, right. It's something I kind of, like, strongly believe in, too, is, like, yeah, you don't really fuck with Mother Nature. 
Yeah, exactly. He's Which is like, much, like uh, you know. I mean, that's the whole premise with like kaiju stuff, like kaiju movies and stuff like that. Is like that's where Godzilla came from. Was that right. ultimately? It's like you guys are fucking with things you shouldn't be, and so this is the result. At this point in the movie, I wanna. I'm gonna say, and I I actually agree with this. Still, by the end of the movie, the practical practical effects in this movie are mind blowing in both a good and bad way. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's hear it. Because there's some scenes where the practical effects are fucking awesome. Like, when we you talked about the leg tentacle thing spitting the head out of it. looked pretty, like, weird and real. Yeah. And, but then later we get some stuff where I'm like, it's pretty obviously... Like, what didn't effect. you... The very like... end, specifically, when the thing's in the water. It it looks okay, the design's okay, but it just looks so cheesy bobbing in and out of the water, not really oh, moving. Sure. It's stuff like that. Yeah. Not huge complaint, though, because I don't think that they really linger on it, any of the stuff, too much. I think they show enough. Oh, yeah, they definitely, like... Because that was the <clears> thing, was, like, part of me was, like, I feel like you could show a little more. Yeah, I agree. You know? They like, could have showed a little more. Because uh, I like when... I like when you eventually get to see the thing, you know, like an alien. You eventually get yeah. to see the thing. Jaws, you eventually get to s- fucking finally see how big the shark is. <laughs> Definitely. The thing. Uh, the thing. You so, like, see I like, although that's kind of weird because, like, it's always different. It's sure not really a one thing, but, like, yeah, exactly. The monster, I, like, the my, reveal. My reveal for that movie is actually early on. It's, like, the the blooming dog thing. The dog that, like, turns in. Oh, right, exactly. That's, like, the big reveal for me, because that's the first time you really see it turned into Well, and that's the thing. And then once you see that, it's, like, it's constant throughout the movie that you're seeing that thing. Smaller, smaller versions of that thing. Right. Um, So, yeah, I wish, you know, I was, I I, kind of felt like they didn't show enough, but I I feel like they had good reason. I think it's because, ultimately, like, although the prop looked good, it probably didn't look that great sitting on film for too long. Ernie Hudson, on the other hand, his character kind of thinks that the whole thing was an experiment on the crew. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. And based on how... Meg Foster, the corporate yeah, boss Yeah, based on how she was reacting to everything and uh, treating it, it kind of seemed like that was definitely the agenda, which you kind of find out that it is. In a but, sense, yeah. But at the same time, um, yeah, I, I thought that was kind of cool that he went into that. He's like... He's like, you know how your how moms do that to trick kids into taking medicine. Yep. He's like, for us, for us, it would have been putting it in the coffee. Um, you know, right. to, because like you hide it then uh, to see totally, and, stuff, and it was so. in the alcohol. So, which that's that was weird. That's what was like really weird to me is that it was in alcohol. Well, I guess the setup of it, it was just kind of different. Um, which it worked, but ultimately, what was the point? I know they speculate on what possibly was the point, but, like, like yeah. why were the Russians turning people into, like, fish people? No, right, exactly. It's like, what the hell are you doing here? And they speculate with, like, well, think about it. This movie's almost a cosmic horror, but then they make it an experiment, and so then it's like, oh, okay, well, never mind. Right, because it's not just this thing out of nowhere that's right. happening, which is kind of ultimately what I thought it was until they discuss that it's in the vodka. right. Because then it's like, oh, okay, well, never mind. Right. And, I mean, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. I love, like, the kind of, like, experiment movies that lead to stuff like this. Because it's, like, you know, that's, like, kind of uh, storytelling at its core. Sure. Frankenstein. Right. And Frankenstein's monster. That's an experiment gone wrong, right? Right. So. Or reanimator which is still cosmic horror that's really funny because i was actually going to say reanimator too um but i wanted to get like to like kind of like more of the roots but sure sure well and it's too it's slightly (laughs) separate in in what it is yeah um but i mean yeah i thought it was going to be more of just something especially with what the doctor says when he's like don't fuck with mother nature yeah but i guess the fucking with mother nature is the trying to create these people and then the result that you end up ultimately getting. Sure. That's what it's talking about versus it actually being a force of nature. Yeah. Which I think is the difference. Like, Godzilla is, like, a force of nature. Galactus yeah. is a force of nature. Well, and that's that's what I think is so great about cosmic horror is it is this force of it's nature. It's a force of nature. That's beyond that's understanding. Right. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, beyond understanding. That's better. 
I like just that. because it's like the idea that the human brain can't even comprehend mm-hmm. what this thing is. I love that idea. It, although it seems like a cop out, I think it's actually much deeper than a lot of people uh, are willing to accept. Yeah, I agree. Um, so when the monster leeches onto De Jesus and he screams for help, Ernie Hudson just bails and like closes the door. I mean, what else are you gonna do? But but I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> he, he kind of explains himself right there, though. He's like, I'm gonna go get the doctor and just closes the door. <laughs> I would have probably tried to look for something to bash the creature with, maybe. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Hector Alessandro immediately grabs a fucking chainsaw. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm arming myself, dude. I'm at- not just going to stand here. <laughs> I saw that thing. And at one point, somebody, I think, grabs an axe, too. Yeah, there's, there's like, an they, axe. They did this whole scene where they all, like fucking get armed up totally. with different weapons well, which is really cool so two of them are carrying around fucking flamethrowers <laughs> someone has an axe and somebody else and has this crazy have, like, chainsaws, chainsaws yeah. yeah um which they really looked more like um those gardening like the automatic shears totally yeah it was totally um they also <laughs> start luring the monster around with blood yeah which blood i was like blood. that's pretty clever um yeah, so Hector Elizondo, he grabs the chainsaw, but then he puts it down and gets attacked. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I guess it's not good to have it if you're not going to use it. But he doesn't die. They do immediately. So he gets saved, like, right away. Yeah. But I was like, well, what's the point in having it if you're going to fucking put it down and get attacked? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Um, the more developed the monster uh, gets, we kind of see it as it goes on. Yeah. And I actually really like the monster designs in this. I do, too, but it's... I mean, I guess I, I don't have a problem with it at all. It's just, it's an odd concept. It is. Because they're talking about, they were talking about uh, turning people into, like, fish creatures that you could, like, possibly farm underwater and things that people could just, like, live there and not have to have, like, these dangerous situations. But at, so, like, you get this fish creature, which is weird because it came from, like, this, like, worm slash snake slash eel kind of looking thing. Yeah. But then it kind of looks more like a fish. But then it also just has, like, random people body parts coming and out of they're it. they're, like, still, like, conscious or semi Kind of, yeah, because like, they can still talk. Because the, the one dude's, like, De Jesus. Yeah. yeah, he's, like, kill me. Uh, but, okay, so. Which is really reminiscent to the creature in um, House. Yeah. Remember that pops out of the, yeah. oh, that thing looked kind of cooler for that kind of aesthetic, in my opinion. You're right. I was actually going to say, um. I think the monster in this looks cooler through the development than it does in its final form. Uh, because we get some cool stuff. We get some cool shots of it. Um, like kind of developing and turning into these weird things. At one point we get this sort of... Uh, and they don't really linger on it for very long, so it's kind of a blink and you'll miss it. But it's it looks like a human torso and like hips and stuff, but they're really thin, almost alien-like, and mm. stretched out. And there's these like... Elongated, what look like arms, yeah, like coming out of it, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting," because it's like human form still, but it's twisting and turning into this other thing. But then it, I don't think it really makes sense with what you ultimately see at the end. Yeah, the well, I I mean I do. I guess um, maybe I this, guess the depends. silhouettes. Yeah, the silhouettes you, you get are definitely like really cool um, through the progression of that. I still thought it looked all right, but and that's where I was kind of like, well. I'd rather either either be like the full fish creature, or I don't know something else. I guess, but but I mean that's the whole thing. Is this is a science experiment, and that kind of lets you be a more be a little more loose on like what the creature ends up being, which True. makes sense with it being kind of more of like a disfigured body morph people and i think ultimately i think they did build on exactly what you were talking about how the uh would you say the root word of leviathan Uh, comes from hebrew yeah it's so it's the it's the hebrewic root word is uh to join or be joined yeah yeah no and that's why i I actually thought that was a great use of that but i think they probably actually kind of wrote based off that i don't it's interesting It, it almost comes off like the organism's a parasite Right. Because it seems it, to be sentient on its own in some form. And, yeah, and with the parasite thing, it's surviving off others, affecting others. Um, it needs, I mean, it needs them to it needs, survive. It's like symbiotic kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, have yeah, you seen, um, have you seen Life with Ryan Reynolds? 
No, but I know I should at some point. That with the little blob alien thing. That was a crazy fucking sci-fi movie. Um, that I was like, okay, this gives me like alien vibes, but again, not like in a they're ripping, like ripping it off it way. Off, sure. Just in like this is the closest. This is the most like um. Without like without it being a ripoff. Like, this is, like, the new Alien. Sure. Because, well, I mean, in concept, you can take the concept of Alien and make it at something else, but it, yeah. it's the most bare concept <laughs> you can think of. It's people in a spaceship and a fucking alien gets on board. It's just, like, the stuff they go through sure. and how you see this creature change is so interesting and it's... Yeah, no, it's, I think that's I think that's why I actually wanted see to it. see it, was yeah. to see the Alien it was, um, development. It was a lot better than I was expecting it to be. Which I was already like, oh, this will probably be pretty cool, but you know who knows? Maybe not. Sci-fi hasn't done super great, um, like lately. I, I don't know. It depends, but yeah. um, but no, it this one kind of like uh, gave me more than what I was expecting. I think no, it was pretty good. So, I'll yeah, check you it out. Watch it. Um, the doctor at one point leaves the the room. Uh, it's when, uh, what's his name? It's when Hector Elizondo's, uh, his, yeah, his chest, um, they're going to rebandage him. Yeah. And the doctor like leaves the room and he's unarmed. Even though they're like, you're going to leave unarmed. I'm just going to infirmary. And then he just leaves anyways. I was like, okay. But But then he he ends up going upstairs into the. He had an ulterior motive though. What does he do up there? That's where he releases the escape. Right, right. Okay. Okay. You're right. And fucks them all. (laughs) Yep. Um, cause he, he, but it makes sense. No, it does. It's like, well, look at what we're going through. We can't let this thing get out. And since, uh, so with like the connections of him being like, uh, reading Russian and stuff. And he's like, I had a Russian grandmother. I thought maybe he was the one who initially like started this experiment or something. And so he was trying to kind of like get rid of it. So to clear it up, sure. So it's not a, like on him anymore. Um, that's kind of what I was thinking, but then I was like, oh, or he like weaselled his way in because there was some incident that they bring up a couple times where people died, right? Under his watch because they she asks or um, Beck asks Meg Foster's character. She asks about the doctor. Basically, she bring he brings up in the beginning that he wasn't there when they needed him when the suit was right in the issues. beginning. So the then issues. she asks about his history, or he asks her about his history, and she says he's this brilliant doctor. He has a couple of issues or a couple of um, like instances mis- of insubordination, but yeah. otherwise he's nothing but recommendations. Yeah. But then that you find out that the insubordination costs some people some lives. Yeah. And that's where it starts. Exactly. It starts to seem like, well, maybe he set some shit up and that's like what's happening right now. But that's ultimately not the case. Cobb's chest ends up mutating, which I was like, ooh, that's very reminiscent of the thing because it starts to kind of open up like this. Or it doesn't okay, open, but the Okay, this part kind of bothered me because this is where I did feel like they were trying to rip off Alien. with They did kind of a chest burster sort of thing. Totally, but it doesn't even come out of his chest. It ends up I know. being and his so hand I was like, they show you. The... And so I was like, what was the point? Totally. Why did you do that? Why I did agree. you do something with his arm? Right. They, and then, yeah, they end up showing you the palm of his hand has a mouth growing in it. That was cool. It was cool, but I I hate myself for this. Because immediately I was like, does that mean he has like a throat that goes all the way Probably. down his arm. And I was like, that's kind of brutal and crazy, but yeah. but then I was like, could you just imagine you just squeeze his wrist and he breathe, he can't breathe anymore and he dies? <laughs> like, Well, I mean, to be fair, he has another mouth with the I'm throat sh- connected to his main yeah. lungs, so I think he'd be fine. Um, the doctor, he gets attacked in there and he starts to change, which he like starts to cry. As he's changing, they show him like letting out a single tear and he's like getting sick. (laughs) And I was like, oh, you know that he's going to be the big bad monster because he's sad about changing, Uh, which is exactly what ends up happening. Well, he ends up joining the main monster and I guess at one point William sees him. Yeah, he sees his face and it's like all elongated and crazy on this thing. Which I was like, 
how slash where though? Because then they show like where he was supposed to be, and he's totally gone. He's totally gone, and it's like, okay, so like, how did you see him and not see the rest of this thing? Totally. And like, and then how did it get over to be right next to you on the other side of some pipes without you seeing? Right. Totally. So that was kind of that was kind of hard to deal with because I was like, I don't understand what they're like. I did get it, but it was like, okay, but why wouldn't you see the whole silhouette of the thing and be like, whoa, what the fuck is happening right totally. now? Totally. So, um, and you know these these monsters are kind of in. This type of movie, this type of, like, body horror morph movie, uh, it's reminiscent of, um, like, Slither. Yeah. That's a movie that I thought of a lot watching Oh, for sure. Um, I always forget about Slither. I always think it's better than I remember it being, and then I watch it, and I'm like, eh. It's not great, but it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. It was interesting, though. Totally. Especially, like, you should watch it once. Yeah. The Fly is another movie that kind of comes to mind because yes. you're watching, you know, this deterioration of a person. They're underrated. That's what I'm getting at with this. <laughs> is they're underrated. I, I don't think I've heard anybody talk about this movie, and it's it's interesting in that concept. You know, I feel like we've covered a lot of body horror stuff. We've, um, I mean, well, we didn't cover The Fly, but, like, we've both seen it and discussed yeah. it. And Society. Um, society is so good. Um, spoiler alert on my, uh, my rating on that one. So good. And then kind of house, although it wasn't really body horror, but like it was body horror aspects to it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll do more in the future cause I'm loving it. When it, when done right, it's, it's pretty interesting the void. and pretty good. The yeah. Void. The void for sure. I might watch that tonight. Um, um, anyways, sorry. I'm just getting sidetracked on the body horror here. So, uh, basically the whole like last chunk of this movie is them trying to escape the um the shack if you will because the monster broke the um they broke the oxygen supply um line so it's going to implode so they're trying to get out they basically get into the suits and um i had a question about and like an analytical question about that when they escape as mm-hmm. to whether or not they would have just died when they got to the surface because uh, i mean yeah they decompressed in the suits but do you think that that would have been slow enough to not just kill you yeah i think worst case scenario you'd get the bends or something yeah i don't know which is I like kind of this paralysis you you get it's like a really 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 bad cramp oh, or something that sucks. and you basically like can't move and so the whole thing is that like you you would essentially drowned oh um but i think it was fine enough because they get to a point where like the suit's decompressing which what does that mean? It's letting out air? I don't know. Well, it's like ev- um, equalizing, equalizing the amount the of pressure. like pressure in on their bodies inside of the suit as they're coming as they're I coming think, up. I think it'd be easier to decompress a suit because also think about it. Like when you rise to the surface from the, like like when you if you jump in a pool or like in a lake and you go like pretty far down. Well, yeah, you have more pressure on your body. Well, it always takes you longer than you really expect when you're trying to swim up. Well, you always think you're going to get there a lot sooner, and you're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Sure. Um, I mean, unless you're like a world-class diver or You're something. projecting right now. No, I'm just kidding. I am. Yeah, this one experience. Um, <laughs> but, like, that's what I imagine. And so, yeah, I would say there's probably enough time because then it decompresses and then like breaks apart which then they had to apparently do this like super move where they grab the grab helmet the helmet yeah which i was like oh shit like could you imagine like no. missing it that would suck you'd be like oh you'd fuck. be fucked yeah. because even then it took a while for them to come to the top yeah um a pretty long while so i don't know i i think it was believable and i thought it was pretty cool which even then though when they pop up to the top um Ernie Hudson's character, I cannot think of his fucking name in this. I know. But he does pass out. Yeah, kind of. As soon as they hit the top, he passes out because they're like, oh, are you okay? Are you alive? Yeah. And he, like, comes back too. Um, uh, yeah, right before that, as they're leaving, uh, the De Jesus monster gets crushed and just sprays blood all over Peter Weller's fucking suit, like all over his co- uh, big mech thing. Right. And I was like, dude, that's brutal. Yeah, <laughs> Could you that imagine? Was, that was pretty intense. It like crushed its whole head. Oh yeah. But then it comes back or 
You know what? Now that I think about it, maybe that one was destroyed, and so the one we get was the other body. It's the doctor. Because oh. he's the one that they don't kill. So the doctor isn't morphed with the De Jesus one? No. This movie's so fucking confusing. He becomes his own monster, and the De Jesus one is its own monster. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. I thought it was all one monster. So this De whole Jesus time. gets crushed on their way out. And the doctor shows up at the very end, which he's not even like, he's not even the next thing that they fucking deal with in the movie. The movie's not really, not ready to let him go. Yeah. Well, he ends up being the last thing they really, yeah, but but... they still have a couple more things to deal with. Right. Um, Um, so yeah, so they, they make it to the back, uh, back, they make it to the back, they make it back to the top of the water. They make it to the surface. Um, no hurricane. They use their, no hurricane. Oh, we didn't bring that up. Yeah. So you should explain that. (laughs) Uh, okay, Meg yeah, Foster. so, the whole thing was, uh, they, he was like, we need to send a, uh, a response team, like, uh, somebody come get us now. And they're like, it doesn't look good within 24 hours of a scheduled pickup, um, and it got to the point where he's like, okay, I don't care, and then she's like, okay, well, there's a hurricane, so it's gonna be 12 hours. 48 hours, she says. This, the next time. Right. Yeah, so they say it's gonna be 12 hour delay, cause this is way earlier in the movie. Oh, okay. And then they come back to it, and then she's like, uh, it's actually heading right to you guys, so it's gonna be 48 hours. And they're like, well, fuck that. And that's when they make this whole deal where he's like, uh, if I'm not back in like five minutes, go hit the escape pods. The doctor let him release the escape pods, and then, yeah, so. Right. Um, so now they're at the surface, no hurricane. Which um, is huge. Um, kind of a big deal, yeah. Coast Guard's out looking for people. Which For they, them, actually. For them specifically, and they're shooting off flares, and he doesn't see them. Well, he doesn't and see one, and he then sees finally the gets last close one. enough. Yeah. Um, well, they see, the, they see the helicopter, so he's like, oh, I'll shoot the last flare. Right. Which uh, is smart. Now, sharks show up. Because so this scene was super unnecessary. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. If this hadn't happened, um, and the very end of the movie hadn't happened, I might give this movie a a higher score because I could take it a little more seriously. But these two things literally brought my movie my rating down like maybe a half star to a whole star. I think I agree, actually. Which I hate to say that because this movie, I was like, whoa, this is cool. This is cool. And then these two things happen. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck. I already never know mind. what the other one is, too. So, yeah, these sharks just fucking show up. But it's cool because the helicopter scares them away. Yeah, I guess. Which, I mean, they don't say, but that's what happens. Yeah. And then they land the helicopter. The final Leviathan monster, if you will, shows up. Yeah, and it kind of attacks them. Of course, takes... Oh, Jones, that was his name. Uh, the, that was only, the only quote I am going to give away is the helicopter pilot sees the monster and goes, Jesus. And I was like, yeah, that's accurate. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a pretty good reaction, <laughs> yeah, I, I like, guess. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the monster takes Jones. That's Ernie Hudson, um, which is so dumb. Yeah, I was like, dude, of course, why? Of course. It, it, it couldn't have been back. I know. <laughs> which... I mean, I wouldn't have loved to see Peter Weller die either, but why not? That would have... It kind of would have been better. Yeah. In my opinion, it would have been better because ultimately he saved his crew. And that would have made that sacrifice off. But no, they had to to resort to killing off the black guy. But the fact that they had to save the girl, the pretty girl that he likes and everything too. So that they can live happy ever after, after all this blows over. That's exactly... That's what bugs me. That's exactly where I'm like, well, if you're going to save her, then... Kill him and save... Or save all three of them. That's what I was thinking, honestly. I was like, why couldn't three of them survive? And then they could have had a great moment where uh, maybe uh, Beck hands Jones the missile or whatever, the bomb, and says, do you want to do the honors or something? Oh my god. Then maybe he throws it into the monster's mouth and says, hi, motherfucker. No, oh, I have the... He says, say ah, motherfucker. No, he says, say hi. Oh, no, I, I had the captions on. It's say, ah, motherfucker, and oh, then throws it. That's so weird. I looked up the quotes on IMDb, and they wrote, say hi. Some dumbass. And then this is the other thing that made me go, okay, for the movie, which is where they get onto the tank Which liner. they don't even care that Jones just died. No, they're over it. They're over it, like, instantly. And he fucking, Peter Weller punches out Meg Foster. Well, she also kind of walks up to him with a weird... Oh, she's trying to act like everything's totally fine. Yeah, she's like, I knew you'd make it. Yeah. 
and he punches her out. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the movie. Well, she asks how, how you're feeling, and then he punches her, and he says, a lot better now, or something like that. Which, uh, I, I laughed out loud for a good few minutes from, Me too. from this. Because I couldn't believe they went there. I do have some quotes, so I guess I'll pull those. The first quote I have is, go suck on a shrimp six-pack. And that's, uh, Willie says that, the six-pack. I have, uh, shit, we just buried the helmet. After he explains the decompression yeah. of the guy next to him, because he says the whole body shoots up into the helmet, which I was like, Jesus oh. Christ. When six-pack gets into his bed and he's looking at the naked women on the ceiling, he says, come on, baby, sit on my face before he's bitten by the sea spider. I realize you must have gone through hell. Gone, bitch, we're still here. Ernie Hudson says <laughs> yeah. that in this. I thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> says he, it to Meg Foster on the on the little thing. He has the best quotes because he has that, and then he also has, I will never be able to sleep again in life, ever. Yeah. A- after they see the like morphed up body. It's a little uh, dramatic, come on. Talk about having a bad day. That was like, one of the quotes. He, yeah, which that's kind of what made me think more of like, oh, this is like Jaws. Like, was just the line like that, and then exploding the monster right. in the water, so. So, yeah, you missed a good one, though, uh, where Beck says to Sixpack, he's like, and, and Sixpack, if you call me Becky one more time, I'm gonna pop your tops. All six of them. <laughs> That's funny. Which, that was where I was like, oh, yeah, we're still in the 80s. Um, <laughs> That's great. And then, did you notice the special thanks to Penthouse at the end? I did not. Oh, yeah. I watched the whole credits just it's, in case there was, like, a stinger or something. It was for Six Pack's, uh, his little nook. Yeah. All the nudes. Yep. That's awesome. What are we scoring this movie in? Like, mutated fish people. Okay. I guess. Out of five, how many mutated fish people are you give in this movie? I'm gonna say a 3.5. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, and it's because there were some things that kind of brought it down for me, but... I I kind of wanted to give it a five at first because I was like, damn, this movie was actually pretty good. And I really enjoyed it. And, like, the effects are good. The score is pretty good. Um, the acting is pretty good. Cinematography is good. Like, it was it was all across the boards. But, but like, when it really came down to the whole story and how everything was written, I was kind of like, uh, I'm thinking more of a four. Sure. And then because of the shark scene... And then, like, the punching, the... Which... It's just goofy. It's goofy, and I also find it kind of weird. Like, it's weird because I I have this weird, like, um... I don't know how to describe how I feel about it. Because I feel like it's kind of like, well... You ended the movie with punching a woman in the face. I don't think that's a good look. However, with the circumstances, it's because she was a piece of shit... (laughs) And acted like this was no big deal. Right. And it was a huge deal because well, pretty much everyone but him and the one chick died. When she was leaving him for dead. And she was leaving him for dead. Right. So, in what I think should be the real world, I think that's okay. Which probably paints a target on my head. Um, but I don't think it's a good ending for a movie either way. But I would still recommend it. Yeah. Um, and I think this is probably like one of my new, like go to sci-fi movies, especially if someone's like, Oh, like I like the thing in alien. I'd be like, Oh, watch Leviathan. Sure. Um, well, I'm going to give this movie a three out of five. Oh, okay. so just a little bit less than you there. Um, initially though, I was kind of shooting high with it until, yeah. you know, those last couple of things. And then I was, I thought about it and we talked about it and there's still things that I really like about the movie. Um, I would go 3.5. I don't love the movie, but I do like it. I think it's fun. I think that, um, it doesn't have as many problems as a lot of other movies from this time that were trying to do the same thing. Yeah. So I think that, that speaks, uh, kind of a lot, especially, I mean, the major thing is at the time, a lot of movies were just knocking off the movies we brought up earlier. Alien, huge movie to be knocked off. Tons of movies knocked Alien off. Oh yeah. This movie doesn't... Species kind of being one of them. Oh, totally. And you're, that's fucking 20 years DNA, removed. DNA, I think, too. Um, I still don't think this movie felt like a knockoff. And so yeah. that's why I, I kind of want to give it that credit. Yeah. And still say, I I would uh, absolutely recommend this to fans of, like, sci-fi. Three out of five with a light recommend. That's what yeah. I... Yeah. Okay. Um, that is the that on that. Sure is. We are getting near the end of this season. 
Season yeah. four is going to have some fun stuff what do we coming got three for more? You. Three more. Three more. I got two more picks, and you got one more, and I'm excited to see what your next pick is. I told you today what my next two picks are. I think they're kind of interesting uh, choices. Yeah. So we'll see. And we'll see what I spontaneously pick um, the night before we record <laughs> next week. So Maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, it might be the morning of. Who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see. So Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, check us out, uh, if you're not already, I mean, how else are you listening to this right now? We talked about this, right? Um, but you know, iTunes, Spotify, Google play, Castbox. I think there's always one more. I forget Stitcher, Stitcher. Um, I don't care about Stitcher, but if you're on there and you're supporting us that way, Coolio. Def. Uh, I I would say if you can't find us on any of those, go on the Instagram or the Twitter at W A W W T pod. There is a link on both of those that will send you to the podcast. Yes. Um, Might be the easiest way to find us. Tune in next week when something happens. Who knows what it'll be. (laughs) I don't have one this week. Sorry, guys. I never even know. Peace, bitches. bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, 55 minutes in, you can steer.